Welcome to a very special edition of See, Hear, Love. It was some 16 years ago when I was executive producer at Crossroads that Ann Maines came into my office and said she had an idea for a new program, a woman's talk show with some very talented women. Well, that talk show became Full Circle. Today, the Full Circle Sofa Sisters are reunited on See, Hear, Love. You don't want to miss it. Well, thank you, George McEachern, our first executive producer of Full Circle. And yes, this is a very special edition of See Here Love because I have brought the Sofa Sisters here to See Here Love. Now, for some of you, you may not know, but See Here Love is here because of Full Circle, the first women's talk show in Canada. And I am thrilled that most of the Sofa Sisters are here with me today. Cheryl Weber, you are the, were one of the producers of Full Circle. Why don't you introduce everybody and we can welcome everybody, clap and do our thing. <laughs> yes, it's so exciting. Well, let me start. Ann Maines, of course, it was her idea. The founder and host of Full Circle is with us today. Welcome, Ann. Yay! Yay! Brown, also a panelist Woo! on Full Circle. She was the host of 100 Huntley Street. And as you said to us, Maura, you represented the seniors, although you were I, hardly one. I'd actually <laughs> recommended other women and then Ann called. <laughs> I got to be the senior. Yay! Yay. <laughs> and then Denise Roberts, who was Denise Lottie at the time, was a reporter for 100 Huntley Street and one of the panelists on the show. Welcome, Denise. Yay, Denise! Oh, hi, guys. Woo. It's so good to see you again. And of course, everyone knows Melinda Estabrook. She's the host of See Here Love, and she was also a panelist with us for how many years was it now? Seven, uh, seven, seven years. years. Seven years. Seven years. On yeah. Full Circle. Yay! Yay! Thank you, Cheryl. You do such a great job at that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to start just quickly with Anne, because you were the founder and creator and like what George had mentioned, you came in 16 years ago to George's office and said, I have an idea for a women's show. And the vision, how many years, how many interviews? Mm. Tell us, please tell us. Uh, oh, my goodness. You know, to think back on that day when I went into George's office, I, I had been sensing for a while just a void in in television in in what i was seeing you know the view of course had been on for a number of years in the states and and they had a very um broad view of things a very loud voice and honestly i didn't feel like they were speaking my voice i didn't feel my voice was represented and so when i went into george's office that day i said george i just sense a void in canada i sense that we need to be a voice for women with women to women and, you know, honestly, George, I don't know if you remember that day, but but I was met with a little bit of pushback because you raised some very interesting questions, like uh, Huntley Street was an hour long. Could you fill an hour? What would you say? And how would our viewers respond to it? And so we really had to work through some of those things. But in the end, it was just a wonderful experience. And we went live on the air January of 2006. Wow. And I Amazing. saw this coming. Can you remember <laughs> a shower, a baby shower at Elaine Stacy's? And we pulled in, I pulled in actually some millennials. I don't know what I wanted their perspective on. I just wanted to understand where they were coming from. And you walked in, you listened for a minute, and you said, this would make a great TV show. And I wow. think that caused 
Yeah, do you remember that? I don't remember that exactly, but oh, I I still, it was probably already percolating in my mind. <laughs> it was already coming. And just the whole idea of it being multi-generational, because we did, I think we all sat in a different decade on that. Yeah, yeah that, we did. That was different ages. Women yeah. that, that was could, one of the beautiful things, is that there, it was multi-generational. Speak into the lives of women at different ages. Yeah. Yeah. Cheryl, you became uh, full-time as a producer. Um, and we were always questioning why for you to corral all of us women, diverse women, all across the generations. And that became your job. Why did you do that? <laughs> now, are we supposed to be transparent on Full Circle? No. Absolutely. You know, I, I was working as a reporter at the time for 100 Huntley Street, loved my job. Um, but I don't know, there's just something really special about Full Circle. Uh, there's something about the connection between all of us women, the conversations that we had. I, I thought it was really an important um, conversation on the, you know, in Canada and it needed to happen. So you're right. It, it was a little crazy, especially on mornings before the show, trying to corral all of you women and you're all different personalities and strong, which is really what made the show work, I think. Like just so many different divergent, as Moira pointed out, age groups and personalities that everybody could like or not like someone, right? And so mm -hmm. then there's a reason you watch the show. I, I just really loved Full Circle. And Melinda, awesome. if we could give a shout out to our very first producer. Well, first we had Jen Taylor, but then Bill Bray was our producer for a oh. number of years. So I just want to give a shout out to Bill. As yes, well. definitely. Yay, Bill. Uh, yes. Denise, for you, oh, Denise, for you as a reporter, what, what did you love about bringing the stories to the couch? Uh, when you were kind of like a monthly and sometimes even weekly uh, contributor? Well, okay. Uh, yes, women like to talk. Yes, you're right, George. <laughs> but we're deep. We run deep. And so for me, we have a lot of things to say, intelligent things to say, things that we can help bring awareness about, things that need our unique perspectives. And, and so for me, it was a privilege to bring that, to not just be, we, we, you know, we could joke about the lighter things, but we really touched on some really important deep things. And seeing women talk about that, I thought it made a statement too, that we had things to say and we have our own life experiences. I think and that's the there. Wow. And Denise, my biggest challenge, of course, I knew you girls were great communicators. My challenge was, how do I get them to stop talking? So I had my... <laughs> now, before, before I go, Belinda, I want to let okay. you know the most important cute card that I think I like ho holding up during the telecast. Let me find it okay. for you. Oh, no. So I'd be scared. Oh, the prayer oh, lines. Yes. yes. That's perfect. That, that's what set this woman's talk show aside and apart from others, that yeah. it centered itself on God and was out there to help other women and anyone, men, guys, whoever was watching. And we had the prayer lines and the infrastructure to be able to lead them to Jesus. Amazing. Well, thank you so much, George. And now I want to show you <laughs> some clips and memories of Full Circle. So let's take a look at this sizzle reel and we'll come back with some of your thoughts from that. Let's take a look. You know, one of the things we really try to do here on Full Circle is share authentically, share from our hearts. And that's what it is. It's like we don't understand what God has. But when you give God your life, he can do something amazing. 
I love your mother because I was I was Me reading. Me too. Yeah. I love who's. Hi, mom. I was reading. Hi, mom. I love you. Hollywood has a lot to say about what you girls are talking about. In fact, there was a, a movie made, Twenty Seven Dresses or something. Yes. Oh, all the Lord. different bridesmaids' dresses. And I happen to know that one of our single ladies on the couch brought a collection of pictures <laughs> her of right her now. bridesmaids' <laughs> dresses. Okay. Okay. So I don't have Twenty Seven dresses. I would say I have four. So in four years, I was a part of four weddings. So this is the first wedding I was a part of my girlfriend Gloria. Great dress. Yeah. Okay, but yeah. and I have to say, you know, as far as singleness is concerned, I think singleness is great. I don't ever I don't want to give the the perception that, you know, I'm this lonely, you know, sad. yeah, sad yeah, person. I'm not. Lord. My life is amazing. That's a real challenge and I think that's yeah. what singleness teaches you because you don't have that person to spend every moment with and do all of those things with and feel that that oxytocin as Moira would say. <laughs> Get ready for this funny clip. One of Clips. our one of our favorite moments yeah. on Full Circle <laughs> is coming up. You're going to enjoy this. Right. Yeah, sure they will. Oh! <laughs> it's an eggling. An eggling chicken. <laughs> Here goes Justin. Oh, no, 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 no. You're stuck in traffic. Okay. Yeah. You're stuck in traffic. You just slip it on. You, no reaction. You're just sitting there like this. Okay. You, you just go like this. <laughs> really? so we just signed with the music label and we're moving in about a week to the U.S. So it's a big step and uh, he's got a long journey and great plans. Congratulations, Justin and Patty. Oh, wow, so many great memories. Did Sofa sisters. I know, Justin Bieber, we had to put for that one reunion. in. reunion. <laughs> oh, we should have brought Justin Bieber on for the reunion. <laughs> I'm sure that's that one of his career highlights. Yeah, <laughs> circle, obviously. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, did you get like just the feeling of there was like, you know, the depth and then there was fun and we had some great funny people and and just deep people. It, it was so good to see, you know, five plus 500 plus interviews, seven years. Uh, what what a time together. And I want to go straight into these questions because some of these are really uh, good questions for us to kind of think through. And I know our viewers and listeners are really going to be encouraged. But your favorite moment or highlight in the seven years on Full Circle. Um, who should I start with? Should I start with Denise? Denise, your highlight or moment or something that stands out to you from your time on Full Circle? You know, I was thinking back to, I mean, I wasn't on every Full Circle show. So uh, some guests I, I was just a viewer watching, but um, we certainly had a really great variety of guests. But to be honest with you, I think it was just spending that time together with you girls and through the guests, we would talk about different issues in our life. And so for me, really, it's it was the experience of the show, the journey of the show, as we sat and talked and shared and we saw like all you know, being authentic, that was so important to what we were doing. So for me, uh, that is the highlight is just those moments of tears, those moments of revelations that we would have like about our own lives, about uh, sharing something that might help others. So for me, that's that's it. Amazing. Thanks, Denise. Moira, what about you? I just have to say, it was lovely to see the reporters, the journalists, sharing their lives. You didn't, you could step out of that mold and just open up. I thought that was really formative for you women. Uh, yeah. Um, certainly Anne's call, uh, out of the blue, three days after I had pleaded with the Lord for handfuls of purpose after 12 years at home, 
away from TV, away from ministry in that form. And uh, what a surprise, three days after praying specifically, but my, my guest memory, maybe the most profound was Dr. Gary Smalley. 40 years in ministry, you know, he was the, the marriage guru in many ways, the best-selling books, uh, speaker. And for him to be almost bouncing on our full circle couch with excitement, because the Lord had revealed to him this meant a mentor in my life, certainly, and, and millions of people, uh, a besetting sin that had affected his own marriage. And he called it, I had to write this down, he's called it the most exciting story of my life at 68. What does that say? That we need to continually be seeking God for personal growth and learning and becoming all he wants us to be. He was open and vulnerable and absolutely excited. I called it the Tom Cruise on our couch, you know, um, at what God had done in his life. That's amazing. I remember that. I remember that moment where I was there and I remember really clearly that moment that was exceptional and memorable. It's a good one. Cheryl, what about you? Highlighter memory in the seven years. Well, I, I totally agree with Denise. Uh, for me, what was special about Full Circle was that the friendships on air were in real life. Like we actually really loved each other. And, you know, those conversations were so amazing. Um, a lot of my best memories are things we did outside. So, I mean, I, I brought some swag. <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> Girls in Crisis Full Circle. We did a bike ride to raise money for trafficked women, which was amazing. Oh, and I found a sweatshirt with Full Circle. <laughs> oh, and a mug. Who has their Full Circle mug? Come on. Let's see it. Oh, yeah. Right, right here. All right. Oh, sorry, Denise. <laughs> but, um, you know, honestly, it was this one Christmas that we went to cook a Christmas meal for a group of refugees in Toronto who had just arrived. And we wanted to show them our Christmas traditions and bless them and, you know, do what we could to reach out at Christmas. But honestly, that time when we sat around the table with them and they told us about their traditions and a little bit about what they were fleeing from and their, their hopes and their fears for me, was one of the best Christmases of my life. It felt like this mm -hmm. is Christmas. This is what Christmas means. And so, yeah, that's that's probably my favorite memory, although it was really hard to pick. I know. That was a great one. I loved that one, too. Thanks, Cheryl. And what about you? Well, you know, I was thinking, like you said, we did so many, many, many shows. But I think one of the ones that stands out the most to me was the day. We, remember, we were live across the country for an mm -hmm. hour. We were live every Friday for years on 100 Huntley Street, the day our guest did not show up. Do you remember that? Oh, yes. That she was, she oh, was yes. in somewhere and she just couldn't make her flight. And we found out 15 minutes before we went to air that actually she was trying, trying, trying. She couldn't make it. And, and she we had a no-show guest. And we were going to go live on the air. And so what did we do? In the green room, all of us girls got together and we said, okay, we're going to make this work. We are going to be the guests. We are going to share from our hearts, you know, Cheryl, authenticity, that's it. We are going to share from our hearts a time in our lives, the, one of the darkest, hardest times in our lives when God was there. Mm -hmm. And we're going to share with viewers how we walked through that with God's help. Mm -hmm. And that to this day is one of my favorite shows. I love that show. That, that was sort was of so a breaking, powerful. yeah, powerful. That was a breaking kind of point for us, even I think full circle to move to that vulnerability and authenticity. And the viewers responded to that. Oh, incredibly. Yeah. Uh, how I'm can I just take, regular, and then after that, or... yeah. 
Yeah, we started sharing honestly from our our own lives after that. That was like a really amazing time. How do I pick one, man? I was like, well, building a home for Habitat for for Humanity, our our full circle conferences, um, going to Israel for our full circle trip. I mean, okay, so I didn't pick one, but here's the one that really uh, stuck out for me. And it's kind of odd because it was the show that I had to announce that I was going through a divorce. And you would think that would be the worst moment. But I think why that was one of the best moments was that it not only, I mean, it was difficult, but to know that I had the love and support of my sofa sisters, my friends, Crossroads who supported me in this, the outpouring on love and support from the crew and from the team and from staff. And then the impact it had when I shared that many people came and said, uh, thank you for being honest about that because we're going through the same thing. And it's that crazy thing about hard things, doing hard things, but watching God use it for something good and healing for others. And I think that for me was a really pivotal time in my life and moment that I speak about and look back to to say, at that time in full circle, I saw how God redeems lives in the midst of extreme brokenness and pain. So I would say that would definitely be my highlight. All right, next up, what did you learn about yourself at the time. Now that's seven years of growth in different stages and ages, but Moira, what would you say that you learned about yourself in that time being a part of sort of the sisterhood of Full Circle? Uh, Probably work-life balance continues to be a challenge uh, because I I did have to make the choice. Uh, Full Circle led me back to 100 Huntley Street, uh, which really was my sweet spot. And um, I just came to a place, unfortunately, where I couldn't do both. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of preparation, people may not realize, for, for uh, daily live TV. And um, so that was tough. That was a tough one to have to make that decision. And uh, I think we were all a little teary. <laughs> yeah. But thankful for the time that I had. Yeah. And we love the time that you were with us, Moira, too. And Denise, what about Moira, you? Moira taught us that it's all about connecting. Connecting. Oh, yes. I remember Moira that. The connecting. <laughs> yeah, the family was, my son would say, Mom, is there going to be dinner tonight? It's really bad. <laughs> now, my memory of Moira is there was always a, a prop behind a pillow. So the pillows that we sat on <laughs> on the couch, you never yes. knew what was coming out. Yes. Was Do you remember that one day, prop. Denise, you brought a drill, drill. And behind the pillow yeah, and you pulled it yeah. out from Moira? I, I had some influence with her, I think. Some influence. Oh, that's awesome. I love that. Denise, what about you? What did you learn about yourself in the time? Um, you know, I looking back, I um, I didn't ever think I would be on a show like Full Circle. Uh, just because I just thought I, you know, like what Moira was talking about, being a journalist and just kind of not being in the story per se. But it, it freed me up in such a way and it helped me accept myself. Um, I mean, and my, my, that my voice was that it mattered and that other women across Canada may be experiencing what I was. And at that time I was single and really working my way through that journey of like how you be single and be content and all of these things. And I know from doing the conferences that we did, so many women would come up and say, you know, like it encouraged them. And that really encouraged me to say, okay, God has me here for a reason and to share my story, however it may be. And, mm-hmm. and that is going to um, 
impact somebody else. So for me, I, it was just a, a, an acceptance. Uh, just, it was a really cool experience to be part of the couch. Amazing. Thanks, Denise. And what about for you? I mean, you're, you're the creator and founder, but I'm, I'm, I know that you must have learned something in all of that time hosting. Well, you know, it really does um, challenge you, pushes you out of your comfort zone to be the one in the host chair, as you know, Melinda, mm -hmm. uh, trying to keep control of of all the women talking and the time cues and live television. And, you know, you just have hard stops and hard, you know, just a lot of things, especially coming from, I was a stay at home mom for many years before I stepped into the studio at 100 Huntley street. And so the, the couch with the full circle girls was actually a very wonderful, easy easing into hosting daily 100 Huntley street, because I was just talking with my girlfriends and, and the viewers at home became our close friends because we and we heard from them so much. So many people wrote into us and and traveled with us and participated with us in conferences over the years. And, and so it really was just a real sweet uh, learning curve of getting into daily television to be able to spend that time with my friends. Hey, it's Chris, friend of See, Here Love with Melinda. Sorry to interrupt this conversation, but I just had to let you know that the only way that See, Here Love gets to produce fun and authentic conversations like this one is through your financial donations. So go to seeherelove.com and click on the big donate button. Thanks for your support. Let's get back to the show. Oh, we're your friends, Anne. And, and we really did build a, a great friendship and sisterhood together. Cheryl, for you, what did um, you learn? You know what? In, in that season of Christian television, it felt like there was a lot of pressure on on-air people to be to be perfect. And, you know, if you were going to talk about something that was wrong, it was a long time ago. Mm -hmm. um, and one of the things that we pushed ourselves to do was talk about things we were going through right now that maybe we didn't have all the answers tied up neatly for. Mm -hmm. And I think for me, one of the things I learned, well, two things is one, how hard it is to be transparent and authentic. You can talk about it all day long. But to actually just put yourself out there and say like, oh, I'm wrestling with this with God right now and I don't have the answer necessarily, but I'm on a path. That was so hard. But mm -hmm. the second thing I learned is how, how much that helps people. You know, a lot of people disqualify themselves from leadership because they look at leaders and they think, oh, well, I'm not like them. You know, they have it all together. And I think the more we can take down our guards and say, yeah, we're, we're just human. We're on a journey with God and we're going to be on it for the rest of our lives. That opens the door for everyone else to say, wow, you know, God can use her and she doesn't have it all figured out. Then he can use me. And I think that's really important. Mm. Yeah. Amazing. And I would say I would like sum it up. I mean, I, I feel the same way in all of your thoughts of what I learned, but I think what I learned about myself, yes, to be authentic and vulnerable and how God can use that. But also I realized how much women need sisterhood and community and friendship. Like I really realized that you cannot do life without friends. Y yes, and family, but girlfriends are just this unique God-given gift that I believe he gives us so that we can share and cry and celebrate and party and dream together with. And I, I, I think that's what I learned. And, and we saw that when we go to conferences or our local coffee shop or everywhere we went, women would go, you're my girlfriend. You're my sofa sister. Uh, thank you for inspiring us. And so I think that was really what I learned and was really the stepping stone to the trajectory of what I do now and the work that I do now as host of See Here Love. So thank you, all of you. And to you, our viewers and listeners, don't go away because there's much more coming from the sofa sisters. But first, we would love for you to join our See Here Love community and learn about 
sisterhood and belonging and community. And next up, we have a special guest who is a huge fan of Full Circle, Francis Kim, our monthly segment contributor, who shares the importance of sisterhood and friendship from a second generation Korean Canadian context. That's coming up. From the host of See, Here Love, Melinda Estabrooks and 50 of her guests and friends comes the book, Always Know, full of stories of lives that are inspiring, wise, and life-changing. God hears you. He hears your prayers. He hears the longing for connection. He hears the cries of pain that you're experiencing, and He loves you deeply. This month, with your ministry gift of $25 or more, or when you become a new monthly donor, request your copy of Always Know. It is a collection of stories to help you today in the things that you're struggling with, the things that you are confronted with. And I know that these stories will encourage you. Call 1-800-265-3100 or visit seeherelove.com slash always know and request your copy. Thanks, Melinda. It's great to be here with you again and to speak to the theme of sisterhood and unity, which I love. My name is Frances Kim, and I have been absolutely blessed through sisterhood with my younger biological sister, but with many women, young and old, throughout my years. I recently celebrated a milestone 40th birthday at the end of last year, and a common thread throughout every season has been the gift of sisterhood. If there's ever been a year where we have seen the global impact of women rising to new heights, we understand that each woman is surrounded by a village of others who have given their voices, their raised arms of support, and at times even held up mirrors that gently reveal, correct, and shape who we become. So as a way to frame this theme, I imagined speaking to my five-year-old daughter, Amelia, who will one day be in her 20s and 30s and grow to become a third-generation Korean-Canadian leader. There are three key values that I would teach her. The first is the value of presence. I want to teach her about the power of nunchi, which is basically the Korean essence of Dale Carnegie's classic, winning friends and influencing people. Nunchi is described as the art of intuitively knowing how others feel. And when you can intuitively know how others feel, you can respond in a way that honors that person through the value of your attentive presence. The second is the value of connection, or what Koreans would call chung. It describes a healthy form of secure attachment with a person. And when you can nurture Chung in your relationships, you'll be able to uncover the true and deep heart of matter, strengthening your relationship with every conversation. The third is the value of establishing intimacy through vulnerability. And a cultural reference that comes to mind that does just that is the public bathhouse. We call this the Jimjirbang experience. See, it was common for families growing up in Korea to frequent public bathhouses. Women and men had their separate quarters where they would strip down, soak in a hot tub, often women with their children or together with their friends, scrubbing the dirt off one another's bodies, and then emerging hours later squeaky clean and refreshed. There's nothing comparable that amps up the level of intimacy quite in this way. 
So metaphorically, empowered sisterhood also grows through the having the courage to bear our souls, to stand naked and unashamed with one another, learning and appreciating the power of intimacy that bonds through vulnerability. In fact, this last point um, actually reminds me of God's original design for all of our relationships to be safe, secure, and without shame. What are the ways uniquely that you express sisterhood in your community and culture? Because when I think about the power of sisterhood that promotes unity, I want to pass on to Amelia and to you the three values of presence, connection, and intimacy, all of which are possible through Jesus, who anchors us all in our relationship to him. Well, welcome back as we continue our conversation with the Sofa Sisters as we celebrate this full circle reunion, a woman's talk show that was on national TV for seven years, and it's all about connecting. Now, Cheryl and Denise and Moira, when we left full circle, it, it, we kind of left in a way where we were like, a lot of people thought we were going to come back and, and kind of finish some of our storytelling and what we were doing. And a lot of people have said to me over the years, what happened to Full Circle? But what happened to everybody? Where is everybody? What are they doing? Where are they now? So this is kind of the where are they now segment of the show. And this is where you can kind of share what are you doing? What has happened in the past seven years and your hopes for the future? I know it's broad and a lot, but I know a lot of people want to want to know. So Moira, let's start with you. Oh, a number of women say, Moira, where's Moira? So we'd love to hear an update from you. Oh, that's sweet. Well, I'll just grab a few things. Of course, right away, uh, both Anne and I went to Christian Radio, um, and, mm -hmm. and, and that was fun. Uh, much more recently, Cheryl and I have been in an award-winning book, Faith, Life, and Leadership. Eight Canadian Women Tell Their Stories. But, you know, the, the best thing, I had a dream of ministry with my husband. He was always going to Africa, and I was very busy with local production uh, here and uh, the kids and so on. Um, well, he uh, began a sabbatical, and uh, very soon after, we had a year-long cancer journey, uh, which was quite an adventure. I think he had about 80 medical appointments. How do people keep a job and do a cancer wow. journey? Uh, that I still am trying to figure out. But um, God has been so good to us. And really, we are enjoying a, an unending second honeymoon in our empty nest um, with some very interesting ministry opportunities. One of the things we're doing is a daily missive to people in 10 countries, uh, not out there on social media, they're emailed, and just to help people keep their head above water in this crazy, uncertain time that we're living in. Oh, that's and I don't know who put my shingle out, but I seem to be a book reviewer, um, and that's part of encouraging the next generation. I've lost count of the books I've read and preceded and corrected, and for for people who want to get published, and you're doing some great stuff. So, and, wow, and say, you know, just standing back, it's very precious that the Lord is allowing me to come alongside some of the people who encouraged me early in my Christian walk, who are now elderly. And uh, that just um, is just special. Thank you, Moira. So wonderful to hear the, the work that you're doing now. And uh, yeah, just so many years of incredible inspiration, service and mentoring to young women across Canada. Thank you so much. Denise, what are you up to these days? <laughs> well, <laughs> um, it's, uh, I guess I, left full circle 10 years ago and uh, I got married to a guy from Montreal. Yeah. And so yeah. I'm 
picked up my life and moved it out here. And that was a huge transition for me. Um, I'm still a journalist. I'm freelance. Uh, I've been working at CTV as a reporter. And that's been a huge help in getting to know this new place and the language and all of these things. Um, and, you know, really getting to know this new place that I'm calling home. Um, and then in the midst of all of that, I also, to be authentic, I really was afraid of this question because, it, you know, it's hard to answer it uh, in, in the sense that, you know, I came out here expecting one picture and I did not, that picture didn't happen. I got the husband who was amazing and he has been such an amazing partner to me, but we weren't able to have kids. And so I went through that journey of what do you do when your plan A didn't work out? and you have to come to grips with that. And so that's the journey that we were on for, for a while. And I feel like that's been another piece along the way, it, just like when we, we were doing full circle that we would share about what we're going through now. Um, that was one thing that uh, I was struggling with, but I'm so happy to still uh, to be working in media and it's I'm learning new skills each day. I'm, I'm working on a documentary right now. So these are the things that excite me. And I really believe that God has a purpose uh, when your plan A doesn't work out, that there's something else. And so I'm proof mm -hmm. of that. Thank you, Denise, so much for sharing that. And just in that authentic and vulnerable spirit, really appreciate that. Thank yeah. you so much. Cheryl, for you, update on what you're doing. Yeah, well, when Full Circle ended, I was about to try to climb Mount Kilimanjaro, tallest mountain in Africa, if you remember. And mm -hmm. uh, and Denise Lott came with me as well. She shot the the journey, 50 women from around the world on behalf of sexually trafficked kids. We did summit. I didn't die, just in case you were wondering. <laughs> Come on, you came close, Cheryl. Hey. <laughs> there were some moments, honestly, where I wasn't sure I was going to make it. It was the hardest thing I've ever done. But such an incredible um, honor to be able to do that. And then after that, I got to do one of my dreams, which was work full time for Crossroads Relief and Development, travel the world, advocating for so many people that needed clean water and traffic kids and um, food security and, and maternal mortality and oh, just so many amazing memories. Absolutely love that. I still do that, of course, grounded right now with the pandemic, but still part of what I get to do. And then um, I had the opportunity to host 100 Huntley Street, something I actually never saw myself doing, even though I was on air for years. It just wasn't, I just didn't think that I fit, you know, and again, God surprised me. And I think um, a lot of it is due to the wonderful mentorship of Moira Brown and Ann Maines, two women who, uh, you know, gave me opportunity and cheered me on and gave me some advice along the way. Um, and, you know, to your credit, I just got to say this, you never, you never acted like, you know, who do you think you are? You, you know, like a lot of women get competitive in this industry and you guys were always just an open door and a welcome heart to me. And so I just give you guys all the honor, you know, of just mentoring me and giving, and now I have the chance to do what you did, probably not as well, but I'm honored to get to do it. Mm, it's beautiful. Thanks, Cheryl. Anne. Yes. <laughs> You've been on quite a journey. And some may know and some may not know since you, we finished Full Circle. Well, about five years ago, my husband Ron and I stepped aside from Crossroads with the blessing of his father, David Maines. And we are now leading a ministry to marriages called Heart to Heart Marriage and Family Ministries. 
We produce a weekly television show on Yes TV called A Better Us. Um, and pre-COVID, we were doing marriage seminars across the country. We were doing date nights involving comedy and, and fun marriage teachings. And, um, and then COVID hit and, and that all came to a screeching halt. But something else that made my life come to a screeching halt was just over a year ago, um, I was diagnosed with breast cancer. And so over the last probably 16 months or so, I've undergone three surgeries. I went through eight rounds of chemotherapy. I lost all my hair and I'm sporting a lovely wig right now. And I'm very thankful to the, the lady that gave up her hair, whoever she is, <laughs> so that I can have hair right now. Um, but you know what? God has been good through it all. There's so many changes in life. So much takes us by storm. So many people watching right now, you know, walking through 2020, which we've just come out of and saying, how in the world are we going to get through the next few months? Like, it's been such a tough season. How are we going to get through it? And I've said those same things myself, but Melinda, you need to know that nothing takes God by surprise. And this healing journey, Moira, you called it a cancer journey that Richard walked through, and it is a journey through cancer, but Ron and I decided to, to dub it a healing journey just because I felt so much better about that um, mantra going forward, that that is my healing journey. Um, but through it all, God was so faithful. And, and in the midst of everything, who knew, but God would have me actually write a book. Now, that wasn't something I saw coming. But um, in God and his faithfulness, um, had me write down my thoughts and my, my healing and share it with others and others encouraged me to put it into a book and so that's what i've done yep cheryl there it is <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. It right here on my desk <laughs> amazing i got a copy too it's called coffee yeah. with him yeah. mornings with god on an unexpected journey and it's a 31 day devotional so it's just it's for anybody you don't have to be going through a, a, a health crisis but anyway so uh, you know since Full Circle ended, our lives have gone into so many different directions, but what has remained faithful is God's presence and God's direction and God's mm -hmm. leading and God's presence. Yeah. Beautiful. Well, I'm going to share obviously my update, but I wanted to share some updates with some of our reporters that weren't able to be with us today, but many of you remember Maggie John, and she is now the host of Context Beyond the Headlines. So way to go, Maggie. It's great to see her in that role. Bridget Antwi is the owner of The Dating Doula. You must look it up. It's a fascinating wow. organization. And Shireen Barsoom, one of our other reporters, is now a filmmaker and co-founder of Racial Equity Media Collective. So many of uh, the women on Full Circle have gone on to, um, whether it's media or broadcast, but other really interesting and creative um, opportunities and jobs. As for me, um, <laughs> as for me, obviously after Full Circle, uh, I did promotions and I did leadership training and God just kept whispering to me and speaking to me to say, you need to do a women's web show for the next generation, for the millennial generation. And it was a web show and I resisted because I had no idea how to do that. And yet, step by step, God brought the right people, brought the right um, donors, 
And in 2017, I launched See Here Love as a web show on International Women's Day. And we are now in our uh, sixth season and uh, four and a half years later. And we are now on TV, radio, podcast, video on demand, online. And I'm humbled and grateful. And I, and I do need to say, Anne, thanks to you and your vision, uh, See Here Love. And I say this again stands on the shoulders of, of the vision you had for Full Circle and the inspiration for See Here Love. And I can't thank you uh, more um, for just your incredible work and dedication and hard work to do this so that I could then do this work too. So thank you so much. And oh, Sofa Sisters. And became a stepmom. Uh, you might've missed that. Oh yes, thank you. Okay, so Cheryl, yes, Cheryl, thank you. And, and yes, Chris. I got remarried. <laughs> I got okay. remarried and became a stepmom in a blended family. Oh my goodness. Yes. That was a highlight. Um, yes. Because after full circle, I'd gone through the divorce and, and oh, what a time. And then God, well, led him to me and uh, beautiful uh, remarriage and family and the joys and challenges of being a stepmom to teenagers. If anybody has any advice, please let me know. But I love them, and uh, what a gift. So there's more to come. I know we have some encouragement for young women, but first, we're going to have Anne Main share from the good word of scripture to inspire us um, in our love and connection for one another. Thank you, Melinda. You know, all this talk about connecting with each other, as Cheryl said earlier, sometimes we feel a little standoffish about connecting because we don't want to be authentic. We don't want to reveal the real us. But as we do, as we share what it is we're going through, as we've tried to do on Full Circle over the years, as we authentically share our lives with each other, um, we find that God does something amazing. There's a verse in Corinthians that says, as we go through difficult times, God is with us. And then he brings others alongside us to walk through it with us. And then what he teaches us, we help them to learn for their own journey. That's a paraphrase, but that's the idea. And that's what we try to do on Full Circle. God's word is full of encouragement like that. If we'll just only open up our hearts to hear from him, hear his voice, read his word, and then connect with each other. But as we do share authentically, we find that God uh, then speaks through us to others and helps them to find healing in the purpose of what they're walking through as well. Well, thanks, Anne. That was a beautiful scripture that you shared from the good word. And I think the best way to end this show is for each one of us to share some encouragement to a young woman who's either in media, uh, entering into media and broadcast, or even a young woman who is longing for connection and sisterhood. Denise, what would be your encouragement to that young woman today? Don't be afraid to be who you are. That's my, that's God has given you a voice, use it and, and just ensure that you are true to him and to what he has to say. Hmm. Excellent. Yes. Beautiful. And what about for you, your encouragement? 
I would say God desires to speak directly to your heart. So every day, give him some time. He will give you clear direction on what he wants you to do. And then he'll give you the power to do it. And then courageously and boldly and graciously step out in faith and do what he's calling you to do. Yes. Amen to that. Moira. I think you can pick up even from our our present journey uh, and our reflections. Oswald Chambers was right. He said, God gives us a vision and then he batters and molds us into the shape. Um, this, is a, this is a generation that wants everything right now. And God can't microwave maturity. It, it's a process. Don't give up. Stay on track. God directs a moving ship. Um, so keep moving forward, but be sensitive to his leading. You're not going to miss anything he has for you. If you hold fast to him, here's the promise. Psalm 32, verse 8, I will guide you along the best pathway for your life. I will advise you and watch over you. Hmm. He's got this and he's got you. So just stay in his lane. You will get there. Maybe not tomorrow, but he'll use everything that comes into your life to make you all he wants you to be. Mm. Yes. It's awesome. Thank you so much, Moira. And Cheryl? Mine's kind of along the same lines. I would say don't buy into the self-promotional trend of our culture. That is not the spirit of God. And, you know, the Bible talks about humble yourself before the hand of God. He He will raise you up in due time. There is a process about leadership, and if you feel called to leadership, then just know that he is going to do everything he can to mold you into his image, because everything you do and say is going to impact people. So he's got to knock those rough edges off. So part of being called to ministry, leadership, or visibility in any way is being crushed. (laughs) So just submit to the process. Don't promote yourself. Let God be the one that promotes you. I always say if he he put you in a position, Mm. you don't have to fight anybody off or compete with anybody. He's going to keep you there as long as he wants you. And when it's over, it's over. But, you know, if you you get yourself there, if you promote yourself, then you're going to have to maintain it and fight Mm. people off and sell yourself. And it's exhausting. Honestly, Mm. let God write your story, submit to him, show up, work hard, have integrity, and let him do his thing. Wow, we got preachers in the house. We got some dynamic women here. You know, what I would just say is that we need one another. I needed a mentor. I needed someone like Ann Maines to see me and say, I'm going to give you an opportunity to be a co-host on a woman's show, which changed the trajectory of my life. And so if you are an older, more mature woman, then it's time to mentor. It's time to uh, lean in and look for young women that you can pray and support and cheer on. And if you're a young woman, listen to us, (laughs) listen to the good advice that we have. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of women out there that can advise you, give you wisdom and mentor you. We are all in this together. I love it. Again, it's all about connecting and Moira, Cheryl and Denise, what a joy and pleasure it was to have you all here for our full circle reunion. Thank you so much. For being did you, see, did you see how disciplined we were? We didn't interrupt each other at all, Melinda. We're all. I know. I'm there. shocked, Cheryl. You should be like, I want to say the last word. <laughs> Amazing. Getting the word in edgewise was always the hardest part. Uh, can <laughs> I just give one last shout out? I have one last shout out yes. to give to Ely, our hairdresser. Oh, yeah. of course. Brandy and and Elizabeth for making us look good. That yeah. really helped. Yes, <laughs> we heard it. 
it, it took a team. I mean, yes, we were the ones who were talking, but it took an entire team mm -hmm. to make full circle work. Well, on that note, Anne, I think that you should do your clothes and then I'll do my clothes right. because I think we, if we don't close, we'll be another five hours <laughs> talking and laughing. So Great go for it. Yeah. What is the, your clothes for the end of the show, Anne? Remember, keep your eyes on Jesus because it's all about him. Yes, and know, and know deep within your soul. And we know this too, but you know that you are seen, you are heard, and you are deeply loved by God from all of us. Full circle and see your love. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Love with Melinda Estabrooks is a production of Crossroads Christian Communications Incorporated, a member of the Canadian Council of Christian Charities. To support this program, please visit seeherlove.com and click the donate button or call 1-800-265-3100. And from me and the See Here Love team, thanks so much for your support.